Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, hello. It's Susan Pinkney, host of Believe in the Southern Bell of Beverly Hills on the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Today's episode, a reason and a season. So there's a saying where people say there's a reason and a season for everything, including people who come and go in our lives. Well, I can't talk about Beverly Hills without at least once referencing what was probably the real reason that I had an opportunity to come out and scout and make the choice that it was exactly what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be. But I have to start from the beginning. So let's go back to the South. I am a holiday person. I love to celebrate and have fun. And I was living in Tampa, working for the league office of minor league baseball, working in licensing and or the marketing department. And two of my friends, shout out to Brandy and Angela, we decided that we were going to do it big this particular 4th of July. And we made a plan that we may have some cocktails involved. So we wanted to be safe. And we rented a hotel at the International Plaza Mall in Tampa. Everything always revolves around malls and shopping. I'm sorry, it's just who I am. Anyway, so we rented a room at the International Plaza and we arrived as soon as we could possibly check in on that 4th of July, even though we knew the blue martini would not get started until much later in the evening. But we also knew that if we you know, wanted to go and hang out, go to the pool, go shopping, do whatever, you know, we can make a whole kind of mini staycation out of it. And that's what we plan to do. I had during the week purchased these white BCBG pants from TJ Maxx. They were wide leg, but the, the waist and the bottom area, if you know what I mean, were definitely very fitted. I loved those pants. They were, they, they were, it was almost like they were tailor-made for me, but I literally bought them off the rack in TJ Maxx. Anyway, the day that we were at International Plaza, I had on my BCBG white pants and a cute top. I don't even know what kind of top I had on. I think it was hot pink or something, but anyway, so I knew I was cute and, you know, we came prepared We were planning to have a great time and just have fun for the long haul. So we we brought our own like wine and cheese and we had everything that we needed so that we could hang out and wait for the evening's events to start. Meanwhile, I decided that I wanted to go into the mall to pick up a few items, walked into the mall by myself. As I'm walking, I instinctly knew, I could feel it, that someone was following me. They were not even hiding the fact that they were following me. So I stopped and made like crazy choices in the mall. 
to see if they would still be around following me. And sure enough, you know, I ducked into like some kind of Claire's store or, you know, something just to know, like, is this person really following me? And, and he was. So I left the store feeling uneasy, trying to figure out, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, I watched Dateline. I've seen 2020. I know that people get grabbed and snatched in the mall all the time. So as I'm walking, he gets closer. I duck into the Victoria's Secret. When I get into the Victoria's Secret, I go all the way to the back of the store. And I'm in there for a while. Uh, actually, I decided to pick up, you know, a few of the body sprays and the other things that I use from them. And just as I was getting ready to approach the counter to check out, the woman who worked there said, I have a note for you. I'm in the mall, chilling, minding my own business. Someone's following me. The lady in Victoria's Secret has a note for me. So I was like, okay, well, what is the note? And she said, well, he said he's your husband, but I know he's not your husband because if he was your husband, why would he have to give me a note to give to you? And I was like, oh, okay. So I opened the note and before I tell you what was in the note, I'm going to take a moment to talk about safety. Yeah, it was a, a weird situation having somebody follow me in the mall, but yes, of course, I was in the mall, so I was absolutely safe. There was people all around me. When you're at home, obviously your safety is very important too. What's the number one sign of a bad home security system? A home security system that's so complicated you never use it. That's exactly the type of system Simply Safe has spent a decade fighting against. Simply Safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24/7. Order online, open the box, place the sensors, plug it in, and your home is protected around the clock. It's that simple. Head to simplysafe.com/team and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash team. It feels good to be fearless. So back to my note. What was in my note was a message from a guy who was following me in the mall that said, I couldn't take my eyes off of you. You're stunning. Will you please meet me at Blue Martini tonight? Drinks on me. You can bring your friends so you don't have to be alone. And he signed his name. When I read the note, I was kind of flattered. I mean, actually really flattered. And I thought it was sweet. And I liked how he said, you can bring your friends. I was in the mall by myself. So he had no idea. Like I was staying in a hotel with two girls and it was just kind of cool that he thought enough of me, a stranger at the time, to say, I really want to meet you and talk to you. And if the only way that you'll do that is to bring your girlfriends, then bring them on because I really want to meet you and talk to you. So I went back to the room and I told the girls what happened and how I was afraid that this dude was following me in the mall. And one of the girls looked at the note and said, I know him. And I was like, you do? And she was like, yeah, you know him too. And I was like, no, I don't. And she goes, yes, you do. And I was like, uh, no, I don't. And she said, girl, 
he's a world champion boxer. And I was stunned. This was a sports girl. Like, I knew sports. Okay, granted, I knew football and baseball, but I didn't know boxing. I knew nothing about boxing. I'm still, to this day, not a boxing fan. Never have been. But I feel like I should have known, especially in my in my area, like, a, a championship boxer. But I didn't. But anyway, so he was a championship championship boxer. And I'm avoiding saying his name. It's not that difficult for anyone who wants to know who I'm talking about to figure it out. However, because I have not spoken to him and didn't get his permission to tell the story, I'm just going to avoid saying his name. We'll consider this a blind item. And to that end, let me just say, he's a wonderful person and a good-hearted person and someone that even though we haven't spoken in decades that I would still consider a friend. So back to my story. So that night we went downstairs to the Blue Martini and because we're staying in the hotel we were able to pass the line. We walked up to the door And the line was so thick, wrapped all the way around the building. And as we were walking up to the door, this world champion boxer was standing in the line. And me and my two girlfriends, who were already, I think they say three sheets to the wind, walked right up to the door. And he was like, hey, hey. And I went over and talked to him for a few minutes and was like, yeah, you know, these are my friends, whatever. Yeah, we'll see you inside, which is kind of funny. But I guess they had a deal with the hotel or whatever. I'm sure we knew that or else we probably, I don't know. I hope we knew that. So anyway, so we go inside. It was one of the best nights ever. We had so much fun. Eventually, he made it inside think that may have been my first time having Cristal champagne and we continued to indulge even though we were hanging out at the pool all day and you know doing the stuff that young people do when it's a holiday and you don't have to drive and you have nowhere to go so we had fun you know I remember sitting and talking to him for a while probably too long if I'm hanging out with my girlfriends and made plans with them and it was something that we were all supposed to be doing. I remember sitting and talking to him and we made plans to have breakfast the next morning. So he said he'd come get me at the mall and, you know, we go to one of the places there, International Plaza. You can Google it. A lot of cool places at International Plaza as well. So we made those plans and then I had the the decency to tell him, well, I'm here with my girls. You know, we've been planning this for a few weeks, so I'm going to go hang with them. And it was very nice to meet you, and I'll see you tomorrow. I went back to have girl time and be silly with them. And we continued just dancing and just having fun, acting like we had no cares in the whole world. The next morning, I woke up, looked at my cell phone. I had probably 18 missed calls, a ton of text messages. And we were getting, the phone was ringing. The reason I, the reason I woke up in the first place 
was because the hotel phone was ringing and it was the front desk calling to ask if we were checking out or if we needed a little more time. So, you know, cleared my eyes, realized it was like 12 noon, hopped up. I looked at the messages on my phone and listened to some of my phone messages. It was my boxer friend who was apparently downstairs in the lobby calling and texting because apparently I had made plans to meet him in the lobby at a certain time. Uh, clearly that did not happen. So I called him back to apologize and to see if there was another time we could meet later in the day. When I called, he was just so salty. He just had this attitude like, yeah, hello. And I said, hi, um, sorry, I really missed your calls. We were sleeping. And he was like, yeah, uh-huh. And I said, well, you know, maybe we can get together later. And he goes, mm, I don't know, I might be busy. And I was shocked. This man who literally chased me around the mall, <laughs> wrote a note to a retail worker at Victoria's Secret and said he was my husband and asked her to pass the note along. This guy who used every bit of competitiveness that was in his body to kind of chase and pursue me was like, oh, whatever. You know, maybe I'm probably going to be busy. I, I felt a little bit like, okay, so I messed up. Well, guess that's not going to work out. And my friends and I, you know, laughed about all the events of the night before and, you know, grabbed something to eat and, you know, laughed and, and had a really good next day. I went home to prepare for work and my phone rang. It was him. He called and apologized for being so curt with me and said, do you know that feeling that you had as a child the night before Christmas and you couldn't sleep because you were so excited and, and your anticipation just wouldn't let you rest? And I said, yes, of course. I remember Christmas Eve was, you know, one of the nights, one of my favorite nights of the year. And he goes, well, that's how I felt last night. I was so excited. I couldn't sleep. All I kept thinking about was being able to see you and spend time with you. And it meant nothing to you because you forgot all about it and slept through it. I was shocked. And of course, flattered. One, that he compared me to Christmas. And two, that he was so vocal about how he was feeling. And I apologized again profusely and told him, you know, obviously that was not my personality, that we were letting off steam. It was the 4th of July. We had made those plans weeks before. We knew we were going to be out of control, which is why we planned on not driving. All I could do was say I was sorry and hope that he forgave me. He did forgive me. And it's a good thing because that's a person that I credit with teaching me how to turn dreams into action. He was one of the oldest Olympic boxers in the history of the United States Olympics. He was 
far older than anyone would have ever anticipated someone going to the Olympics at that age. And then he became a, a boxing champion, obviously much older than any other boxing champions, first time boxing champions. And as if that wasn't enough, one day when I was at work, uh, having lunch with my coworkers in my direct supervisor's car at the time, received a call from him and he was jumping out of his skin. Because on one of our first times that we actually successfully met up and had dinner, he talked about having a dream of one day being an actor. It seemed so simple to me. I was like, well, you have the name. People know who you are. All you have to do is turn that into an acting career. I said, just start talking about it. Every interview you do, everywhere you go, just tell people that that's what you want to do. And that's, you know, that you're going to be an actor one day. And he did just that. Ended up doing a stage reading with several notable people, including Sandy Duncan. And immediately after the stage reading that he, of course, talked about an interview after interview after interview, he got a call from one of his heroes who was doing a very unexpected next chapter in his boxing franchise of movies and asked him to be the antagonist in the movie. He was invited to come out to L.A. for six weeks. The production put him up in the four seasons. He, of course, invited me to come out and spend time with him while he was shooting the film. Although I had a very demanding job that required me to be there, I found a way to go. I found a way to experience that with him. And it was something about seeing someone that I knew, seeing someone who was putting actions behind their dreams, it empowered me. It emboldened me. And I know for a fact, if it weren't for the time that I spent with him, I would have never had the courage. I would have never had the, the gumption to follow through with my dreams and to believe that the only thing holding me back in anything that I want to do in the world is me. We obviously did not work out for lots and lots and lots and lots of different reasons. God bless him. <laughs> bless his soul. He was, like I said, a really good person with a good heart an amazing friend, an amazing confidant. We loved the same food. We loved to laugh together, but there were so many reasons that it just was never, ever meant to be for us. But he's probably will always be one of the most important people that was ever in my life. And I'm glad that I'm strong enough and smart enough to recognize that. Well, if you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and subscribe on iTunes. Find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast, as well as Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find me 
Hey, S-U-Z-Q-90210. That's Suzy Q90210 on Instagram and Twitter. And if you're interested in advertising, please do contact Believe at Believe.com. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys and see you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.